The Myths of Selling to the Government If you're using traditional sales techniques to sell to government, you're doing it wrong. The podcast is brought to you by Government Selling Solutions. Government Selling Solutions, selling and marketing to the government for years, quite successfully, thank you. Now, here's Rick. There's hardly a hotter topic in sales management than pipeline management, especially in the government space. I suspect little has caused managers and salespeople to lose their jobs more than poor pipeline management. Honest truth, when it comes to the sales pipeline, there are many ways to muck it up. Of course, the most obvious way is to not have enough in the pipeline. Duh. But a large pipeline may not necessarily be a good pipeline, depending on what's in it. The pipeline may have bogus opportunities, in other words, so-called opportunities that are not really qualified, but represent more wishful thinking than real opportunities. The pipeline may not be consistent. That is, different people using different criteria to rate an opportunity. The pipeline may be unmanaged. No one really knows what's going on with it. The pipeline tool may be a pain or not provide sufficient information. So people rebel against using it, perhaps giving it lip service, but not really using it to advance opportunities. Or salespeople are spending too much time on the pipeline tool, which keeps them away from doing the things we talk about in our Myths of Selling to Government podcast that really advance government sales opportunities. I could go on, but you know what I'm talking about. Add the complexities and long sales cycle of government selling, and the pipeline management challenges become greater. So what do you do about it? In a moment. You're still listening, so you must be interested in building your government sales. Want more? I'm Rick Wimberly, and I'm now offering customized coaching sessions for you and or your government sales team. They'll be tailor-made for your particular quest. Go to the GovSelling.com website or email rick at govselling.com. Rick at govselling.com. I could write a book about pipeline management and forecasting in the government space, but I probably won't, so here are some things to consider. First, establish the rules. Answer questions like, what has to happen before a lead becomes an opportunity? What are your information objectives, and how do you document them? At what point do you assign a dollar value to a lead or opportunity? What are the parameters for establishing a value? What do you do about that value changing as the opportunity develops? What stages are you going to use? How do you define them? Do you assign a percentage for an opportunity close? If so, is that a percentage of the possibility of the opportunity closing, or is that a percentage of the possibility the opportunity will close on the date projected? And many more. It takes time and collaboration to develop the rules. Then they've got to be clearly communicated and followed. Honestly, with most of these rules, I don't know that it really matters how the rules are defined. What I think is more important is that indeed they are defined and communicated, but not changed, even as personnel turns over. And I think it's best when the rules are signed off by the most senior levels of management. Senior management needs to understand and endorse the rules. 
had our problems down the road by doing this. I was involved with a company where sales leadership worked hard to get their teams on the same page on pipeline management and did a pretty dang good job of it. But the owner had not been part of the process and never really understood what he was being told when he was given reports on pipeline growth. When the sales manager left, senior management blamed him for inflating the pipeline. Turns out this sales manager was using pipeline growth as a measurement of progress, or lack thereof, not a forecast. He touted the size of the pipeline for each individual contributor and made sure everyone in the company knew the team's pipeline number. He worked hard on the accuracy of the pipeline, and he explained several times to the owner what the pipeline number really meant. But he never got it. It would have been better had the owner been involved in establishing the pipeline rules early on, and that he clearly understood what the pipeline really meant. Now I must say that to me, that pipeline growth factor, if you'd like to call it that, is always important. But in the government space, it's critical, particularly when closing dates and values are so blasted hard to project months, maybe even years in advance. It gives you a current measurement about what could close in the future, not necessarily a forecast of what will close. Understand the distinction? If not, reach out to me through the Government Selling Solutions website and we'll talk about it. That said... You're not going to get away without forecasting. And if pipeline growth doesn't provide the answers to the forecast, what does? I'm going to invite you to go back to the information objectives we talked about in Season 1, Episode 23, Nine Pieces of Info You Need to Win Government Contracts. My guest was my friend and former colleague, Tony Lanham, of Axiom Sales Kinetics. He and his company taught me about the nine information objectives. Here's a clip from episode 123. Number one. What's the current state and what are they trying to get to? Number two. Any commonalities, and these could be, of course, person-to-person commonalities, but it could be between your organization and the government that you're calling on. Number three. Evaluators. Who are they? In government, you could have multiple decision makers, right, with multiple levels of influence. Four. You'd also want to know for each one of those evaluators their decision history. Have, have they evaluated these types of products and services before? Number five. You'd also want to know all of the alternatives that that evaluator is considering. And alternatives could be your solution. It could be a completely different project. Number six. Of course, if there's alternatives, we'd want to know if there's a favored alternative. Are they leaning in a particular direction? Number seven. What are they doing today in terms of their current solution? So that'd be kind of broken up into four areas. What, what products do they have? Which companies are they getting it from? How are they being supported? What's their financial model for what they currently have look like? Number eight, decision criteria. Decision criteria is pretty straightforward, right? It's the standards that those evaluators are going to look at to determine which solution is really best. And number nine. And then lastly would be decision stages. This would be where all the events and the time frames would take place, both from our buyer's perspective, 
but also for us. And it could be, you know, is this an event-driven decision? Is it a non-event-driven decision? What's the approval process look like? All of the timelines associated with the entire decision. So when you're reviewing opportunities, ask yourself if the information objectives have been met. There you will find what you need in order to properly forecast. Messing some of the info? Then ask. And if you're not close enough on the answers, perhaps this opportunity doesn't go in your forecast, at least quite yet, but it remains in your pipeline. I like to put information objectives in the CRM, at least as a checklist, or better yet, a checklist with comment fields. Yes, it's a tough thing to enforce, but heck, what isn't when you're talking CRM? We'll do more on pipeline management and forecasting and government sales in later episodes of Myths of Selling to Government. By the way, we've been placing clips from the podcast on YouTube. Look for them there. And more platforms have picked up on the podcast, which now has downloads in the top 25% of podcasts. We thank you for that. Oh, one more thing, Government Selling Solutions is now offering coaching sessions. Go to govselling.com for more info. Today's episode has been brought to you by Government Selling Solutions. Government Selling Solutions, getting government sold.